Welcome to Catholic Sports View on Relevant Radio. A look at the athletes and coaches who shape the Trinity League. Exploring where athletics meets faith. Now, here is your host, Bob Gibson. Thanks for joining us again on Catholic Sports View. I am Bob Gibson, and we're going to spend the next half hour uh, with one of our favorite guests. It is baseball season, and Les Lukacs from PrepBaseballReport.com is kind enough to join us. And, uh, boy, this is a guy who's uh, going around the, the state of California and, and covering so much prep baseball, and we're glad to get him. Les, thanks for taking a couple of minutes. It's a, I know it's a busy time for you. I, I think it's down between you and Eric Sondheimer uh, from the Times is who's putting more mileage on their cars these days, right? <laughs> yeah, well, Eric, Eric does a fantastic job, no doubt about that. But, uh, yes, it is a busy, busy time of the year. But it's an awesome time of the year, right, because it's about to get going here in earnest, and it's going to be very, very interesting. If you, uh, if you kind of you know, check out the landscape of high school baseball here in the southern section, uh, there's going to be some interesting matchups here down the road, I think, that are going to have a big say in what happens uh, in the championships. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're right. It's the best time of year because it's baseball season, which always means it's it's the best time of the year. You're absolutely right. And, and one thing I keep telling people all season long is the only thing we know about high school baseball is we don't know, right? I mean, we have no idea how the playoffs are going to end up shaking up because it seems like every year there's some surprise teams and we, there's some teams we think are the great teams and they fall out in the first or second round. I mean, it's just it's it's a crazy time. Baseball is just that way. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, credit to the CIF because they've kind of built this, uh, I guess now you can call it May Madness, right? I mean, yeah. Because that, that's really what it is. I mean, last year, you know, you have Huntington Beach going on the road up north to Santa Barbara area, you know, they take one on the chin there as, uh, you know, one of the top two seeds. And, you know, they might have a chance again this year to be, you know, one of those top four or five seeds, given what happened last week in the Mission League and, and, and Notre Dame beating Harvard Westlake. So that might bump Huntington Beach up a few spots. And, you know, it's going to happen again, Bob. I mean, somebody's going to have to go to San Luis Obispo. That's a really good team. Uh, someone's going to have to go up to Santa Barbara. They're going to have to go up to Ventura County. And, and it's going Going to and it's going to happen again. It just it happens every single year. I mean, it's, you try to avoid those second and third round games, right? But it's like you can't do anything about them. You just kind of pray that those opponents that are you know 250 plus miles away uh, lose, so you don't have to square up with them if they're in your bracket. Right? No, this is exactly how it is. You think, oh man, if I got to get on a bus and go all that way, you know, it's tough. I mean, it really is. It really is a uh, a tough road to go. But you know, it seems like such. A, I guess baseball season seems long, and it really is. As, as long as maybe some of the other uh, sports, but it does. It just feels longer, and maybe because there's more baseball being played, it seems like we're we're crushing a lot of baseball into a small time frame now. Yeah, it seems that way, right? I think that I think that's kind of the perception given what happened after the startup date was moved up, uh, and then you know obviously the playoff date um, is moved up. But I think a lot of that has to do with the amount of rainouts we had at the beginning of the year, right? Because so many games were canceled, right? And then it's like, okay, let's scramble to make them up, and you know now they're it, now it's okay. Holy smokes, it's the end of April, and we're going to start playoffs here tomorrow, uh, or you know in a couple of days. And it's just kind of like, oh, my goodness, where did the season go? Yet it seems like it started a long time ago, right? I mean, it's it, it's kind of weird that way. But, uh, you know, for us here in Southern California, it, it never seems to end, quite honestly. So uh, this is just the high school season before you transition into the summer season. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. It's always baseball season in Southern California, right? <laughs> We're visiting with Leslie yeah. Catch, the uh, the state scouting director. Uh, PrepBaseballReport.com is the website. Uh, definitely do yourself a favor and, and jump on. 
on there. Uh, so much good content year-round, but especially this time of year uh, as things really get going. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, some of the prospects uh, uh, from this area in the draft in, in, in a couple of minutes, but I kind of wanted to start by kind of, just kind of getting your thoughts on, on the Trinity League and some of the teams this year. I know you've had a chance to see a, probably every team uh, in the Trinity at some point, but I just kind of wanted to hit you with a couple of thoughts and just get your thoughts on how this season has gone. It's kind of been a weird season, I think, in the, in the Trinity is Orange Lutheran ran away with it. One thing we never thought would happen is any team would run away with this league championship, but Olu certainly did that this year, and they just they, they put everybody in the rearview mirror pretty early on in this season. Yeah, they certainly did do that, and it's funny you ask the question because you talk to some of these coaches, and you know, you and I obviously understand the depth of these programs because yeah. that's what they are. I mean, they're not teams, right? They're programs, and and how long they've been good, uh, and so it, it's really interesting to me when I'm on the field at, at batting practice, uh, you know, one of the Olu games recently, and you know, the opposing head coach says to me, "Says, look, in my time at my school, that is the best Orange Lutheran team that I have ever seen, and and this is the guy that's been there for a while, uh, and so it, it's really interesting because." You watch just how deep that team is, and, and to me, that's one of the big storylines going into the postseason is, is this Orange Lutheran's year, right? I mean, they made it to the semis. That's the bird of this uh, coach. Borba's made it as an Olu coach, you know, and, and this year, can they get over that hump? But yeah, the Trinity League was really interesting. I think St. John Bosco, you can kind of classify as a little bit of a disappointment. I know they had some health issues, uh, so you try not to bang on them too much about that. You know, Santa Margarita is headed in the right direction, and we talked about this early in the season, and I told you some names on that pitching staff. Yeah. And once they get back, uh, you know, Ethan Flanagan next year, of course, they lose Alex Schreier, which is a big loss, but, uh, you know, they'll get back Ethan Flanagan, and they're going to have a really good one, two, three uh, with Porches and McClure and Flanagan. And so th- that's going to be probably, and all those guys will be back for a, a year after that. So they're really headed in the right direction, I think. Uh, Modern Day started hot, uh, then they kind of cooled off, but I think that uh, Coach Mercado's got that thing going in the right direction. The players, excuse me, seem to respond to him. So we'll see where they head. I just don't know that the the depth and the change and uh, there's a lot to overcome there. And then, you know, you look obviously at Jay Sarah and Jay Sarah is one of those programs that we talk about and, you know, they're just just really, really good. Uh, It's a really good team and Coach K has done a fantastic job with that and obviously they just won the Boris State title this weekend and that program, again, is one of those where they seem to reload, not rebuild. Uh, and if you look at their freshman and sophomore classes and you talk to Coach K about them, he's really excited about those guys. So, uh, you know, it doesn't end here in the Trinity League uh, for the foreseeable future in terms of quality of players and depth. No, there's so many, and, and, and one thing I noticed this year, a lot, there's a lot of good young players. You're right about Modern. Modern Day, I think, is they've got some great sophomore uh, players getting ready to come up. A lot of young guys starting this year. Uh, you know, even a kid like Sky Solinsky, who came up and I think really impressed a lot of people. I mean, there's a kid that's just going to get better and better. So, uh, but you, you mentioned better days ahead for Modern Day. That's for sure. There were some good seniors this year, obviously, in the Trinity, but I think the future really is there from the, from the underclassmen in this league. Yeah, it's absolutely loaded. Another name there, another sophomore at Modern Day, Sebastian Guzman, yeah. your third baseman. He, he's he's really good uh, as well. And I mean, of course, you can't forget Treadwell's only a sophomore as well. Uh, so I mean, the future is very very bright there at Modern Day. Uh, but you, you're right. I mean, the quality of the players at a young age now is is really really phenomenal, um, and it's really impressive. And I think that's obviously has a lot to do with why the recruiting process has accelerated. You know, a lot of it has to do with 
with, you know, these kids are, are working out with personal trainers and personal coaches at a younger age. And, and so they're getting better younger. You're right. The quality of the youth in, in the Trinity League, St. John Bosco has the freshman pitcher whose name escapes me right now. Uh, you know, obviously Orange Lutheran has depth in the freshman and sophomore classes. So you're right. I mean, it, it's not going anywhere. Last year, I think the number was 50. Three Division One commits total. I think this year the number was uh, 59. Hmm. The highest I can remember uh, was 61 about three, four years ago. But I, I think next year and the year after that, it's going to be somewhere in, in the in the 70s and because it's that good, it's that talented, and it's that deep. And when you think about that, 70-plus Division One commits in a six-team league, I mean, just I mean that's that, that's pretty absurd. No, it really I mean, is. It's, it's, it's absurd. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it really, really is. I mean, you're talking about a dozen or so, you know, on each team. I mean, I don't know that they'll get there just because of attrition, but I do believe that you know they're going to be in the mid 60s at some point. Do we have a couple of names uh, this year? They're going to the, the the June draft is you know is upcoming. Do we have a couple of names? David Hayes is a kid at the Bosco. I know has been talked about. Do we have any other names uh, in this league? It seems like in California, maybe this year it's it's even down across the state just a little bit as far as uh, kids are going to go, you know, in the draft this year. Well, that's why I love coming on your show because I know you've done your homework. Absolutely correct. Uh, it is a little bit down, at least from a national perspective, yeah. and, and that's just the way it's viewed. Uh, although the quality at the top is really good, I think you know you, you look at a guy like Derek Burchett, big, big hitting first baseman at Olu. He didn't have the season that many people anticipated he would, but you know, hey, that's the Trinity League, right? I mean, you're facing quality pitching every single every, every single, single game. Night. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you're playing in the NHSI and you're playing in the Boris Class. So, uh, I mean, you're not you're, you're not getting any nights off. And, and you know, you look at him. He, obviously, he has some potential there. Uh, Jared Thomas is a guy who transferred to Olu as a catcher from a really small school, and you know, a lot of scouts didn't know what he was. Uh, and what he is is a really athletic, fast catcher who hits really well from the left side. Uh, and, and so, you know, those guys um, uh, are at a premium, obviously. Uh, sorry, from the right side. Uh, but his speed and his athleticism give him some position versatility. So I think he might be a guy that, that could have a chance to be drafted uh, and have to make a decision between Miami and Pro Bowl. Blake Klassen at J. Sarah, uh, he's had a really good season with the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't – the biggest question is, you know, do you, do you draft a first baseman uh, that's kind of medium sizes? But he's shown that he can play the outfield a little bit. He did that during scout ball in the fall. Uh, so the transition to that position wouldn't be difficult. But the, to me, the guy that's made the biggest jump uh, out of the Trinity League this year, and it's tough to say the biggest jump uh, simply because he was really good. You know, last year was kind of on the national scene during the summer, played in the in the area code games. But to me, the guy that's made the biggest jump is uh, Michael Curiali. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is proven that he can play shortstop. He has proven that he can hit quality and premium pitching and his athleticism is off the charts and uh, I talked to him at the media the Trinity League media day uh, and he was very humble about you know hey whatever happens happens uh, you know I just want to win a, a Trinity League title sort of thing uh, and I thought that was really neat uh, but you, you look at him now and I think you can tell like this is a guy that it just kind of went okay hey I've got a chance to get drafted here pretty highly uh, and, and so yeah I think he's made the biggest job 
you see so many kids, you know, we, we all cover this thing so much that we see so many kids. And uh, I look at a couple of kids that maybe like a modern day, a Hunter Cope, who's, you know, who, you know, you talk about the word projectability, right? I mean, you know, this is a kid who you could project, uh, you know, such a big, tall kid, you know, 6'10 or whatever. And, and the catcher over there, CJ Rodriguez, I know he's a Vanderbilt commit. You want to tell kids, hey, if you get drafted high enough and there's some good money there, take it. But at some point you think, hey, maybe some of these kids would really benefit from having that college experience and, and maybe even you know, be able to improve their draft slot. Just a couple of kids that came to mind that, that I thought, you know, maybe those are kids that go to college and they come out of it better for the experience. Uh, I think I think you're 100% correct there. Uh, and both of those guys are very high-level players. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I think there, there are questions with both of them, uh, you know, as there are with every player. And so I think you're 100% correct. It's funny you bring that up because I was talking to an advisor just the other day, and we're kind of going through some games and some scheduling. Uh, and, and, you know, we kind of wrapping up the call. And I said, well, you know, hey, well, what are you up to, you know, a little later? He says, well, he's like, I have to go have the conversations that no advisor wants to have with players uh, this time of year, uh, and that was, you, you know, you might want to start thinking about school. Mm. You know, it happens. Some guys, they, they just don't perform uh, and don't go as, as highly as maybe they once anticipated, but look, I mean, if you have Vanderbilt to go play baseball yeah, right? and get an education <laughs> as a backup plan, or the University of Arizona, or UCLA, or, <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, heck, I mean, Cal State Fullerton, Long Beach State, these are quality baseball players playing programs where you're going to get a good education. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to school unless it's, unless it's life-changing money. It makes no sense to, to go. Right. And, and the, the, the problem is, and I think you and I have discussed this is life-changing money means something different to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's where kind of the draft sustains itself. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's so true. Leslie catch our guest, uh, state scouting director, prepbaseballreport.com. We've seen kind of the top of the rankings in Southern California change a little bit. Huntington Beach was there with La Mirada came through. We've seen Harvard Westlake, uh, make their move through. Jay Sarah had their chance, I think, at the top. Do, do we have a consensus team kind of going into the postseason? Do we think there's one or two teams at the top that kind of solidified that position? Or is, is it still the feeling that this thing, we know it's wide open, but do we think there's a couple of teams at the top. I think you're going to have a like. I think you're going to have a an, a legitimate argument from Olu, Cypress, La Mirada, Harvard Westlake, Huntington Beach, Notre Dame, uh, Aliso Niguel, any of those seven, six, seven teams that I just mentioned that they should be the top one or two seats. I mean, they're that good. You're right. Shame on me for leaving out Cyprus. No, I, I don't want to leave. I just saw them a couple of days ago. They dismantled Crean uh, Lutheran. I mean, that's that's as good as any team in Southern California right now. No question. No question. And, and it's going to be interesting to see where the committee comes back with them. You know, do they put them number one or number two? And if they put them to who's four, right? So, in my opinion, if if you go Olu Cypress, well, then who's three and four? Because that's just as important as mm-hmm. number two, right? Right? Because if you go Olu Cypress, I mean, I gotta imagine you're looking at La Mirada, Notre Dame, or Huntington Beach for those three four spots. And and the only reason why I include Notre Dame, who I think was in the top ten last year for or last week, excuse me, in the CIF poll, we had them in the top twenty in the state is because they won league, right? They they beat Harvard Westlake to win the league there. So that's a pretty strong league. So I would imagine that 
Huntington Beach, Notre Dame, or or La Mirada would get the argument there for the three or four spot. Again, Les Lukacs is our guest, State Scouting Director of PrepBaseballReport.com. A couple more minutes with Les as we head into, into, into this postseason time. We talked about it. It's a long season. For some of these kids, I mean, they've been across, to, you know, some, some, some kids played in the, in the Boris and the NHS site. Orange Luther has been all over the place, uh, this season. I know we're talking about 16, 17 year old kids and the, and the bounce back, uh, factor is a lot easier on them. But, it, you know, this is the time of year where you start saying, man, this is a lot of baseball being played and are these kids a little bit worn down, but I, I think there's a sense that at this time you kind of get that second wind, right? I mean, this is this is the time everybody kind of girds it up and gets gets ready here. Yeah, I think naturally you kind of get that lift, right? Like you're talking about there, heading into the postseason. But listen, I mean, you're right, and part of it, all of this spring for you know at least some of these these high level guys, and you know even just kind of the average players is. You know, they're, they're planning their summers too. I mean, I mean, you know, some of these guys that are going off to the USA baseball stuff, you know, some of these guys are going off to Arizona right away, going to Florida, going here, going there. They have to deal with all that too. I mean, obviously mom and dad are helping with that as much as they can, but they're dealing with all that. But you're absolutely right. I mean, I think naturally you just kind of get that lift of, okay, here we go. We're, we're in the tournament. Let's go win this, you know, this tournament and, and become the champions. But, I mean, for a team like Orange Lutheran and Harvard Westlake that has, you know, traveled, it, it's not just the travel, but you look at a team like Orange Lutheran where you're playing NJ Sarah and any team like in the Trinity League or, or even some of, you know, the, the Mission League or the Sunset League, you're playing a dozen games where every pitch counts. You, you know, it's not like some of these other leagues where you're playing, okay, uh, maybe it's a five-team league, so you play 12 league opponents or 12 league games, you know, maybe four or five of those. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, there's four or five pressure-packed games right. versus 12. At some point, um, you know, A, that makes you better, but B, you know, that – you know, eventually takes its toll, I think, uh, you know, a little bit mentally and physically to have to be that dialed in that long, that frequently and that consistently. You've seen so much baseball, of course, uh, every year, you know, but this year's no, no exception. Uh, are, are we still see, obviously the best baseball is being played in Southern California, but is there, is there any other region that's even close to us? Well, I mean, if you look at it, it depends on how you look at it, right? I mean, if you look at it from a quality of depth, you know, teams perspective, I wouldn't say no naturally because there's, you know, a ton more teams here in the southern section mm-hmm. uh, than there are in any other section. Uh, but if you look at it from a quality of depth, of, like from a prospect perspective, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was in Fresno a couple weeks ago covering the Easter Classic again, and we came up with kind of a, an all-prospect teams, uh, first and second team. But we had 72 kids listed from which to choose those two teams. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, so we, we, you know, from a 34-team tournament, uh, we were pretty impressed with that. You know, we thought, okay, that's really good for us uh, to identify these guys. And so I think there's, there's quality baseball being played everywhere, and here's why. Uh, I think the movement to the indoor facility has changed the game. I think the training has changed the game. Uh, I think the dietary planning for these guys has changed the game. Back in my day, you'd go play a game and you'd go to Taco Bell and order, you know, a dozen tacos and slurp down like four or five Cokes with those dozen tacos, right? right? <laughs> you, know, you know, and then you'd go home and do your homework and then you'd go to school the next day. Right. You know, these guys are, are, are going to a game and, 
know, then they're they're going home and drinking shakes and you know, you know, doing all the recovery stuff. And I mean, it's just so different now, right? So I think there's a, a lot of it has to do with that. Uh, but there's quality baseball everywhere in the state. But undoubtedly, when you have the premier league in not only the state but some may say the the country uh, in the Trinity League in this part of the state, that's helpful. Uh, but there's you know the WCAL up in Northern California is a really 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 good league. Uh, it's an all private school league as well. Uh, really good league. Obviously, the Mission League has really good teams in it. So, I mean, there's just really good baseball everywhere, and we're lucky, right? I mean, we're, we're lucky to be in yeah, an area where true. we get to watch it, where we get to watch it eight months out of the year. Yeah, it's so it's so true. And I, I, no matter who wins the ring this year, I think somebody's got to give one to Coach K for the time he spent early. You mentioned the, all the rainouts early, all those games that were able to be in play uh, to to move down to to Jay Sarah High School. I think somebody's got to. If it's not Jay Sarah that wins, somebody's got to give Coach K a ring just for what he did for baseball this year in Southern California. You can't overstate what it meant to get all those games in because he was able to open his facility to everybody. No, I, in no way. I mean, it was unbelievable what what not only what he did, but what they were able to do yeah. with all those games. Uh, you know, I know I spent several days there watching two, three, sometimes four games at a time because it was the only place where games were being played. And you know, eventually somebody's going to name a, a Goodwill Award uh, after Brett Gay. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's at Jay Sarah. Maybe it's the, some of the tournaments he helps run. Uh, uh, but somebody's going to name a Goodwill Award. Uh, after Brett Kay, because uh, the things he does for high school baseball are really, really impressive. And, and you talk to him, and I know you have several times, yeah. uh, and he's just a baseball junkie. Oh, right? he loves so it. Yeah, a, right. It's a really, it's a really <laughs> neat conversation, uh, and he knows everybody, and so he knows, you know, coaches, players, and there's like there's very few things that Brett doesn't know in the baseball world, and it's awesome. It's just awesome, and he's he's a great guy, yeah, and a great father, and, and a great husband. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes it. Even better. He absolutely is one of the best dudes around, as I always try to say. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, I mentioned your site, prepbaseballreport.com. To let everybody know out there, I love your site. I mean, I'm on there all the time. Just let everybody kind of know out there, you know, uh, what kind of content they're going to get uh, if, if they get on there and sign up. Yeah, so we, we, you know, we obviously during the high school season uh, do as much as we can. Uh, our team of scouts has been over to about 500 games so far this year. And, you know, we, we just cover uh, games from a prospect perspective, uh, from kind of a game recap perspective. We do a lot of video. We do a lot of notes on players. Uh, you know, we do uh, during uh, when it's not the high school season, we do some of our own events. We run some of the, or pardon me, cover some of the bigger events. You know, we'll cover the area code tryouts and the area code games you know we cover some of the high school tournaments it, it's high school baseball wall to wall basically uh and then it goes a little deeper in terms of draft we have a draft headquarters uh you know we have we have lots of notes on uh we have a whole college section as well with a partnership with d1 baseball so it's more than just prep baseball uh, our focus however in california is uh prep baseball and so that's what you're going to get when you hit prepbaseballreport.com slash California. Yeah, it's all good stuff, all good stuff. And if you're a baseball fan, you definitely want to be on there. Les, I could talk to you all day probably. We could talk baseball the whole time. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. But I, I want to have you back on uh, after the draft. We'll kind of maybe break down uh, some of the names here that, uh, that came out of this area. And uh, we'll do it again soon. I appreciate the time. 
Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Thanks for having me, Bob. Appreciate Sounds it. good. That's great. That's Les Lukach. Uh, again, the, uh, uh, he's the state scouting director. Again, the uh, website is prepbaseballreport.com slash California. That'll wrap up the show for this week. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to join us uh, here on social media, you can always catch us at Catholic SV is our Twitter handle. That's at Catholic SV. And uh, if you want to drop us an email, it's Catholic Sports View at gmail.com. I am Bob Gibson, and we thank you once again for joining us this week right here on Catholic Sports View, where athletics meets faith on Relevant Radio. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You've been listening to Catholic Sports View on Relevant Radio. Exploring where athletics meets faith. Spread the word about our broadcast, and we'll catch up with you again next week at this same time on Relevant Radio.